Welcome to our Clothe with the Sun daily podcast, our reading and meditation on the gospel of the day. I am James Thomas. Today is Wednesday, July the 19th, 2023. It is the 15th Wednesday of Ordinary Time, and our reading today is from the Gospel according to St. Matthew. At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. So this particular reading is done almost every single time when anointing of the sick is done, when that sacrament is given. And it follows with Jesus saying, come to me, very, very famous quote, come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon your shoulders and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart, and your souls will find rest, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, if it rolls off my tongue so easily like that, that means it's, I would say that's one of the top 10 scripture quotes. (laughs) Uh, Very, very important quote, especially in this day and age when there's so much anxiety to hear how the Lord wants us to rest in him and be at peace. However, this is where that quote begins. Jesus talking about his relationship with his father and how the father reveals wisdom to children. There's a lot of different points here that go together. The relationship between father and son, and if you're female, okay, you know, father and daughter, it, we are, we say that we are sons in the son. That's not meant to be a sexist term. What it means is Jesus is the son, and then we share in his sonship by our baptism. We become sons and daughters through our connection with Jesus. Jesus needs to be son first, and Jesus is son now in two different ways. He's son of the eternal father in his divinity, being God the son, the second person of the Trinity. But as man, he chooses to be child of God. He chooses to every, everything that he is as man. We could go through a long list. In fact, we have litanies, right? That list all the different things that Jesus is. Jesus chooses to be those things. Jesus even earns the right to be those things in his ministry, in his sacrifices, ultimately his death on the cross. Jesus as man becomes all those things. And now we can become What we're meant to become, that is children of God, we're meant to become holy, we're meant to become saved, we're meant to become members of the kingdom, and that's through the humanity of Jesus. Through his humanity, then we connect with his divinity, and we connect with his humanity in many different ways. Anyway, there's a whole lot of theology I could talk about there, but just getting back to the basic quote, he reveals things to children. Often I get criticized or maybe even pushed aside because I'm trying to, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm trying to be peaceful, trying to be humble, trying to hold my tongue when I might want to curse someone out. (laughs) That's my temptation, but I try not to do that. 
right? And people look at that as weakness. People look at it as, well, well, he's just an idiot or he doesn't know. And look at how great I am because I'm so aggressive and I'm so nasty and I'm so powerful. They can they equate power with loss of control, like a loss of temper. When in reality, power goes hand in hand with control of one's temper, control of one's tongue. That's maturity. That means, yes, God is working in us to make us stronger. Sometimes there's greater courage in the silence. So Jesus says, if you are a humble person, if you are relying on the Father and you're being like a child, God will reveal deeper wisdom to you. So it's like that expression, still waters run deep. Sometimes the smartest people in the room are the ones sitting there not saying anything. It's not because they're idiots and they don't know what to say. It's because of the opposite. It's because a lot of times the idiots are the ones yapping and nothing's coming out of their mouths but nonsense. And I think of different examples. I think of, I mean, there's just two examples that come to me as I'm discussing this and as I was praying about it beforehand. One is St. Thomas Aquinas and the other one is Padre Pio. Now, these are two very different types of saints, both priests. St. Thomas Aquinas, however, was a professor. I mean, he was a super intellectual. He's known as the doctor of the doctors of the church. Very, very intelligent man. And he wrote the Summa. I mean, for goodness sake, he wrote so much theology. He commented on all of Augustine's works, and Augustine wrote enough stuff that could fill a room, fill a library. And I've seen libraries loaded with Augustine. And Aquinas commented on all of Augustine's works. You know, uh, Aquinas gave us so much that later was just a footnote in the Council of Trent. For example, his decree, well, his writings on the Eucharist became the church's official decree on the Eucharist. Anyway, Thomas was a brilliant, brilliant man, and they say he had the heart of a child. Apparently, the priest that heard his confession right before he died, of course, you cannot break the seal and reveal sins, but he just made a comment after he heard his confession. He said it was like hearing a little child's confession. He's so pure, he's so good. And so he was a mystic because of his purity, because of his goodness. Uh, there's lots of stories about St. Thomas, um, people attacking him, people coming after him. At one point, his family didn't want him to be a priest, so they sent some woman into his room to tempt him or something, and he, she ran out screaming. He chased her with a torch. You know, don't you dare take away my innocence was basically what he was saying to this woman. Don't you dare you know, hurt me, change me in this way, you know, by making me, by, by enticing me to give into temptation. He, he jealously guarded his childlike purity. He jealously guarded his innocence. Another one is Padre Pio. Padre Pio, if ever he talked about his relationship with Jesus and the Blessed Mother, it was like a little child. He would talk about his childhood and how he could see his guardian angel. He could see Jesus and Mary. And this continued through his life. And if ever you, I mean, I've, I've read different things where he's talking to Mary, he's talking to Jesus, and he's just like a little kid. He's like a simple little kid, just talking to them and play, being playful and happy and joyful and just saying, you know, goofy little things that kids would say. And here was a man who, if ever you read his, I mean, he didn't really write much formally, 
and he wasn't allowed to preach for a very long time. But there still are many books out there of his sayings and different things that he did say to people here and there. And while on the one hand, there's tremendous simplicity like a child, on the other hand, there's a depth of spiritual wisdom that outdoes most people. His reflections on, I mean, he suffered tremendously with his stigmata and other things. And so his reflections on suffering, the value of suffering, his meditations on the cross, profound, very deep, deeper than most things you'll ever read. And once again, it's the, these things go hand in hand. When we become more worldly and more corrupted, we lose the ability to go deep in our souls. We lose the ability to have that deeper connection with the Lord, a deeper understanding and a deeper just, uh, you know, ability to delve into the depths of Almighty God, to dive, you know, deep into his mercy, his love, his grace. He wants to fill us with so many good things, and that's what heaven's going to be all about. We're just going to be getting filled with with love, with with grace, with with wisdom. You know, that's the theme here, really. All these things are from the Lord, and we have to clear the path for him. We got to get the junk out of there to receive the good things. And it's funny because sometimes on a worldly level, I feel inadequate. You know, I feel like, oh, I, I can't keep up with these people in this conversation or that conversation. Well, why? Because maybe when it comes to some of the things that they're talking about, I have been working on purging myself of those things, not being caught up in so much worldliness and craziness of the world. And, and rather, uh, I want my soul to be filled with God's love, God's grace. And that requires a simplicity. And that requires a, uh, like I say, I, I don't, I'm not in any way trying to say that I'm better than others or anything like that, but it requires an innocence and we, we always need to be working at that innocence. I'm very, very far from perfect or innocent or anything like that. But, you know, there's two types of people in the world, people that work on their issues and people who don't. <laughs> and I know I got a lot to work on. So, but this is, you know, if we need a map, if we need a compass, where are we going in our self uh, you know, working on ourselves, correcting ourselves, loving ourselves, it's in this direction to root out sin, to become more childlike. And then the Lord, allowing the Lord, asking the Lord, Lord, please fill me with your wisdom and please give me the wisdom that I need for my tasks, my calling in life. Help me to know what you want of me and help me to, uh, to do those things and to have the wisdom to do those things. Have a great day, everybody. God bless you.